Hello, everybody. My name is Rick Napier, the CEO at Real People USA LLC, located somewhere between Sacramento and San Francisco. Our website is rpusa.org. And the title of today's podcast episode is the title of today's podcast episode is Should the NFL Cancel Pro Football Pending More Investigations into Player to Player Collisions? So it's Thursday, January 5th, and I typically do not write articles or do podcast episodes about sporting events. But there are so many questions and conspiracy theories surrounding a sports injury seen on national television recently. Most of the people saw the Bengals-Bills game and the tragic player incident. Now, this podcast episode is not about the player. I hope he recovers. I've heard that he's, he's making improvements. This podcast episode is about what the NFL should do moving forward if the collision is identified as the root cause for the player's injury. As a person who played peewee and high school football, my recollection is hundreds if not thousands of player-to-player collisions occur in peewee, high school, college, and pro football every year. Now, there are several sports collision grades. I just want to make sure I let people know that When people play football, there are several ways to have a collision. So I just want to go through a few of them. The first one is head-on, helmet-to-helmet collision at the line of scrimmage. Now, these collisions happen every four downs at the line of scrimmage. The O-line makes contact with the D-line. For a split second, helmet-to-helmet contact is made. Then, defensive linemen begin pushing to get to the quarterback or make the tackle. Or the offensive linemen block with their hands to protect the quarterback or open gaps in the line for the running back. The second collision grade is targeted. Helmet to helmet collisions between running backs, wide receivers, and the opposing defenders. The NFL has ruled against collisions and penalizes players and teams for these helmet-to-helmet collisions. I think they have uh, what they call a protocol, a um, a protocol that deals with uh, concussions. That's what it is. It's a concussion protocol. So the third collision grade is incidental helmet-to-helmet collisions between running backs, wide receivers, and the opposing defenders. Now these are non-targeted tackles you can't help but to have the helmet sometimes hit another helmet. Uh, you know, the, the wide receiver, the running back, uh, gets uh, their helmet hit by the linebacker or the, the safety. And, you know, it's just, they're called incidentals. Now, the fourth one, and this is the new one, it's incidental helmet to chest collisions between running backs, wide receivers, and the opposing defenders. The NFL has to now review all of the above, but especially number four, chest-to-helmet injuries, like the one seen during the Bengals-Bills game, is rare. So rare, I cannot remember a player, including myself, needing CPR and being taken by ambulance to a level one trauma center. The most extreme incident I've ever seen 
you know, is a player getting the wind knocked out of him during a violent collision. And uh, that person typically goes to the sideline, catches his breath, and he may come back into play. Another extreme collision is a player with bruised ribs where the helmet hits below the shoulder pads and some of the ribs are exposed and get bruised. Now, what I noticed about this subject collision that we're talking about that happened a few days ago is the encounter was not a straight horizontal one. In other words, there was an angle between the two forces. The receiver was running mainly horizontal and the injured defensive player made contact at a 30 to 40 degree angle of center. Now, I was a physics major in college before I switch to business and economics. So another way to describe the collision is two forces of 100 newtons. I'm using 100 as an example. These two forces are approaching each other. 100 newton force is moving from left to right with no angle deflection from a horizontal path. The other 100 newton force is moving from right to left with a 30 to 40 degree deflection from a horizontal path. When the wide receiver's 100 Newton force overpowers the defenders, and I'll give you a little calculation, it's 100 Newtons times 0.707, which is really 70.7 Newtons. So that 100 Newtons is greater than 70.7. The receiver's force and momentum win. Plus, the wide receiver is moving faster than the defender at the point of impact. So the above scenario is how I see the Bengals-Bills injury incident. If the NFL cannot mitigate these helmet-to-chest collisions from resulting in injuries that hospitalize one player in critical condition at a level one trauma center, the NFL may need to cancel the season and future NFL games until solutions are found. If this player's injury is the result of a helmet-to-chest collision, even while players wear shoulder pads, and I would say probably the best shoulder pads that, that money can buy and engineered and tested, then players' safety is at great risk. And the NFL may be financially liable for future injuries. So I want to thank you for listening to this podcast episode. My name is Rick Napier, the President and CEO at Real People USA, LLC. Again, thank you for listening and make it a great day.